Come on, little sheep. Let's go. Hey, babies. Hey, babies, come on. Hip, hip, hip. Come on, Grandma Sheep, you're a little slow today. Come on, here we go. There we go, there we go. Woo! Oh, my. I'm sorry. Shepherds in Bethlehem are a little startled by such a large crowd. It, uh, in fact, it's been quite some time since I've seen a crowd this large. In fact, the last time I saw a crowd this large, it was that, that night. Let me get my sheep in the, in the fold here, quickly. Grandma's sheep still a little slow. Come on, Grandma. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Into the fold. Everybody. Ah, yeah, that's good. That's good. What's that? You're here to hear the story. The story of that night. Well, I will tell you. You may know it. You, you have it. You have it in your in your Bible. That book. Let me, let me read it to you first. In Luke chapter two, verse eight, it says, "In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night." And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. That's the story you've come to hear, right? Well, good. I'll tell you about it. I was one of those shepherds. My name, my name's not so important. It's not even in the story there. You can call me Samuel if you like. I'm just a shepherd. I've been a shepherd all of my life. My family's been shepherds as well. We like to get together and have fun with each other. There's a lot of you that have come tonight to hear the story. Well, it's true. I was there. I saw it. I heard it. In fact, even some of my shepherd's friends, they heard it as well. Hey, Jedediah. Yes, they're here to hear the story. Why did they come in the winter? That's a good question. You Jesus was born in the springtime. That's, that's when we keep watch over our flocks at night. When the baby lambs could be born out in the field, we've got to stay with the flock just to keep watch over them and take care of them. 
Now, I know they're here in the winter, but they want to hear the story about Jesus being born and the angels appearing to us that night in the field. No, I did not tell them that I had to change my tunic after we saw the angels. We were a little scared. Yeah, go ahead and laugh, Jedediah. You want me to tell them the story about the time the dogs chased you around and you fell right on your behind? Huh? Who's laughing now? They're still laughing at me. I'll tell you the story anyways. Hey, watch, watch my share of the flock. I need to talk to them. Okay. It was a spring night. Cool. It was dark. It was my favorite time, really, to watch over the flock is there at night. The sheep aren't moving around too much. They're kind of getting cozy and nestled up with one another. And we were waiting for our lambs to be born. Me and a few of the other shepherds. And we were looking up at the stars in the sky. Have you ever looked up at the stars in the sky at night? A night when it's real black. You know, those, those stars are just beautiful. In fact, I like when it's dark in the sky because it makes those stars shine so much brighter. There was one star we had seen for a little while, just seemed brighter than all of the others for some reason. Almost like God had put it there for a special reason, on purpose. And as we were gazing up there into the stars at night and talking to one another about the sheep, trying to pick names for all of the new little lambs that were going to be born, we talked about the stars in the sky. In fact, it was, uh, it was our great... Great, great, I'm a shepherd, I can't count really high, a great-grandfather, Abraham, that God had made a promise to long ago. God told Abraham that he would be the father of a nation. A father of a nation so large it would outnumber the grain of sands on the seashore and outnumber the stars in the sky. Have you ever tried to count the stars in the night sky? <laughs> yeah, the story is interesting, isn't it? Abraham didn't have any children of his own when God made him that promise. And he wasn't a young sheep either. Nor was his wife, Sarah. But God, God did something. A miracle. Years later... In Abraham and Sarah's old age, Sarah gave birth to a son. Oh, he brought joy to their lives. They, they named him Isaac, means laughter. Brought joy to their hearts. But God wasn't done with his promise when he gave Abraham and Isaac, a, Abraham and Sarah a son named Isaac. You see, God's promise to Abraham was that through Abraham's offspring that all of the earth would be blessed. 
that night as we were watching the stars in the sky and counting them and talking about the story of Abraham and Sarah and this birth of this little boy Isaac, a light appeared in the sky such as we have never seen. It near blinded us, scared me to death. You've already heard about the tunic. We fell backwards on the ground. And once we realized what the light was, we were even more terrified. God had sent to us shepherds, lowly commoners in the field, a messenger from heaven. <laughs> Angels and messengers appear to people like Moses and Elijah and Joshua. They don't appear to people like me. And the first thing out of the angel's mouth was, do not be afraid. I thought, oh God, I've already messed this up. I was scared to death. But the, the angel told us why we shouldn't be afraid. He said that he had good news of great joy. That was for all the people. And I had to believe the angel because why else would God send an angel to us if the message wasn't for all of the people? The angel told us that that very day in the city of David in Bethlehem, the same region where we were watching over our flocks at night, that a Savior, a Deliverer had been born into this world. We were waiting for our lambs to be born in the pasture. But God, God was sending his own lamb into this world. And what's more, the angel didn't just share the news with us. He told us that we could see the Savior, the Christ who had been born. He told us that, that we would recognize the little one when we walked in to a stable. We would find the child wrapped up in cloths, lying in a manger. Well, we knew what a manger was for sure. We call it a trough. That's where we throw the feed for our sheep and our donkey, and the other animals when they come into the stable. Jesus would be laid there in a manger, a feeding trough, wrapped in cloths. We had to go see him. And we knew we did. But ever before, we left. All of a sudden, that one angel had some friends. And would you know it, we saw the largest crowd of beings we had ever seen before. There's more than a few that are here today. They were everywhere we looked. We could no longer see the stars. The light was so bright. And the angels were singing a song. It was almost like a 
marching into battle, cry, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men. The armies of heaven had come to earth. God's deliverer was leading the charge. But he wasn't a king on a throne. He was a, a baby. We, we knew it, and so we went. It was almost like God's power came over us and guided each step that we took until we came to a stable. And we saw a couple there seated on the ground. And we walked over to them and looked at them and they looked at us strangely. And we looked over to the manger, the, the feeding trough. And there, out of the little cloths in the hay, stretched a baby's hand and we saw him. The Savior, the Deliverer had come. We wanted to sing. We wanted to cry. We did some of both. We knew those parents, Joseph and Mary, thought we would be crazy. We asked them if we could hold the baby Jesus. Mary said, he is God's gift for all. Hold him in your own arms. And we did. Oh, there's never more joy in a shepherd's field than when you get to hold a little lamb in your arms as they're born on a spring night. But that night in the stable, there was more joy than we had ever known. There was more peace than we had ever known. We held the Christ child in our arms. We left and we couldn't help but share the good news. That an angel had come and told us the Savior had been born. Christ the Lord. We ran through the streets of the town and the people thought we were crazy. But we couldn't help but share our excitement that God had brought peace to earth. And then, excuse me, Jedediah. just the wrong time. It's getting to the good part of the story. I know, I'll, I'll go find him. I'll go find him. You have to excuse me. One of my sheep named Jacob, he's run off again. Ugh. I've got to go find him. Oh, the lost sheep. You know, Jesus talked about lost sheep later on in his life. That Christ child that we held that night grew up to be a man. We knew he was the Savior because of the stories we heard about him. The miracles that he performed. 
made the blind to see and made the lame to walk and cast demons and healed the sick and even raised the dead. He also taught as no one else could teach. He would tell stories. He liked to call them parables. One of the parables in particular that he told is my personal favorite. Jesus talked about a shepherd who had a hundred sheep in his flock. And he said uh, the shepherd was counting them one night as he was leading them back into the fold. And as he counted 97, 98, 99, there was no 100. One of his sheep was missing. And Jesus asked a question to teach the lesson. He said, which of you, if you had a hundred sheep and could find the 99 but had lost the one, would not leave the 99 safe in the fold and go after the one? Oh, I knew what he was talking about in that story. Anytime we lose a sheep, we go after it. Even if it's one, because one matters to God. And I'm thankful, very very thankful. Oh, I, I, do you hear that? Dog, dog's barking. I must go find Jacob, my sheep. Protect him from the dogs. Get back. Back. Get away. Come here, Jacob. I'll pick you up. I will carry you. Come on. Yes, Jacob, I know you've run away again. I still love you. You know, Jacob, you and I are not so different. You are a little heavier than I am, I think. But Jacob, you remind me of myself. In the Old Testament, God the Father sent prophets to talk about sheep, even before Jesus told parables about them. In fact, one of my favorite stories is from the prophet Isaiah. There we go. Yes, Jacob, get along with the rest of the flock. In Isaiah chapter 53, the prophet said, All we like sheep, have gone astray. And each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Sheep have a tendency to get lost. And when they get lost, they remove themselves from the shepherd's presence and his protection. Oh, yeah, yes, thank you for asking. I, I'm fine. The dogs did not bite me. I, I have my rod, my staff. It's a rod so that we can beat away the dogs. It's a staff so that we can gently guide the sheep. 
I remember when I had gone astray. See, I'm not just a shepherd. I, I came to realize that I'm also a sheep. And that I need a shepherd. I realized later on when Jesus had grown up after he had taught and performed miracles just exactly what Isaiah was talking about when he said all we like sheep have gone astray and each of us has turned to his own way but the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah also said that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and by his stripes we are healed. There was another time Jesus talked about sheep and shepherds. He shared all kinds of wonderful information about how sheep know their shepherd. They hear his voice and they follow him. Sheep know their master's voice. But the words we heard our good shepherd, our master, say were troubling to us. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Oh, Jesus' voice was so marvelous when he talked. But there were times he said things we didn't want to hear. And we didn't like it when we heard them. That good news of great joy when we held the Christ child in our arms turned to sadness years later when the Christ child who had become a man and called himself the Good Shepherd lay down his life for the sheep. We heard the stories of the Jews arresting him, charging him with blasphemy for calling himself the Son of God. They handed him over to the Romans and Pilate, because of the angry Jewish crowd, gave them what they wanted. They took Jesus outside the city of Jerusalem and put him on a cross, nailed him there to die. Die. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, by his stripes, we are healed. Oh, that day. That day was hard. The good shepherd gave his life for the sheep. But when he did so, he ensured that all the lost sheep who had gone astray could be found. 
You see, that's how Jesus came after his sheep. Giving his own life so that his lost sheep could live. That's not where the story ends, friends. Did you know that those Romans who had crucified the Christ, they put a heavy stone over the tomb where they buried him. And now at, at first we, we were like everybody else, kind of questioning if the stories were true. But we got the reports that Jesus' tomb was empty. That the one that they had crucified was alive. And I know that he lives because he gave me life. And I know that he still lives today. He is my shepherd. The sheep know the voice of their shepherd. He calls me to follow him each and every day. He reminds me of the hope, the love, the joy, and the peace that is mine through faith. And what he did for me, he died on the cross and rose again. And I believe that message. Because of that, I am one of God's sheep. Oh. And one day, the good shepherd is coming again. This time he won't come as a baby lying in a manger. He'll come as the king that he is. With his own righteous rod in hand. He will guide and he will guard his people. I wonder, have you heard that story before today? Do, do you believe that story? That Jesus Christ, God's son, came into this world to save sinners. I know I'm a shepherd, but we also like to sing out in our fields. Whenever I think about that night, I like to sing this song. Perhaps you'll, you'll know it. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed, the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the heavens looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask thee to stay close by me forever 
and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and fit us for heaven to live with thee there. If you don't know the good shepherd, he wants you to know him. As you're dismissed today, I'll be standing down here at the front. If you want to know Jesus, the good shepherd who gave his life for your sins, please come and speak with me. I'd love to share with you how Jesus can and will forgive you of your sins. Hope to see you back tonight for our Christmas carols by candlelight service at 6 p.m. here in the sanctuary. Have a Merry Christmas.